Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, Andy Goldstein. And uh, you're listening to this on Wednesday, the 22nd of January 2020. Don't know why I've done that. I've never, ever done a, a day check. It's just utterly pointless. Who cares what day of the week is? They'll merge into one. Anyway, what a podcast we've got coming your way. Oh, yes, we do. And it begins, of course, with the best show on National Radio. That would be mine, the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday. Back tonight as well, by the way, after another busy night of Premier League games from 10pm taking your calls. More on that a bit later on. Uh, Here are last night's calls on the back of, of course, another busy night of Premier League matches. Unbelievable here. Chelsea 2, Arsenal 2. And Arsenal suddenly have a second equaliser of the game. Scored by Hector Bellerin. Down that uh, right-hand side. He cut in on his left foot and swept the ball home. The Moose is alongside the Arsenal manager. Moose, over to you. Mikel, you must be absolutely thrilled with the way your team played tonight. Yes, absolutely. Um, to come into into Chelsea's ground uh, to play with ten men for such a long time uh, with the quality players that they have is not easy at all. But uh, it says a lot about the, the spirit of of this team, what they are building together. It's up to them how they want to live together, how they want to live their profession together. And I'm very proud of them. I thought that David Luiz Senior could have been a yellow card. What did you think? Uh, I watched it and from different angles. It looks a little bit different. Is what it is. The referee made a decision. Vieira made a decision. Afterwards, we have to respect Will that. Will you appeal it? We will see. We will see. The image is clear. We'll get advice from the club and see what is the best thing to do. Two very good goals. Martinelli and then Hector Bellerin. I thought right backs only had a left foot for standing on. I wasn't expecting that from Hector, so that's a plus. Uh, he's been training really well. He's been out for a long, long time. I think a year and one day ago, he did his cruciate. And uh, he was so willing to play, you know, to play the first game here after such a long injury is not easy. And, and he's got that character. I guess the only thing you really want to do now is turn some of these draws into wins. Absolutely. Okay, well done tonight. Thank you very much. Uh, Mikel Arteta, the Arsenal manager, after their 2-2 draw here. This is a, a long period for us this season where the story is the same. And we know it and we talk about it a lot and we work on it in training and we show the lads a thing. But when you go out there... If you're not going to take your chances, teams remain in the game. Arsenal, I think, had two chances today on target and they score. Let's go to Mark. He's a Chelsea fan. 08717 Hello, Mark. 
Hello there, how you doing? Hello, Good, very well. Off you go, pal. Thanks for holding. Uh, yeah, I've uh, just had a load of BS about basically, you know, it, there's no leaders on the pitch, and that's not the reason that we drew this game tonight. It's um, the reason we drew this game tonight is down to management. I mean, you're 1 0 up, the opposition have 10 men on the pitch, you go in to half time, management has to tell you to play a certain way, and it, they, didn't, they didn't tell you to play, they didn't tell them to play that way. You make the pitch big. You make it so that basically that they do all the running, and that didn't happen. We kept pressing. That Martinelli goal should have never have happened. It shouldn't have happened. Why? Why have you got one, two defenders back there? It's ridiculous. Absolutely incredible. The scoreline here is Everton 2, Newcastle United 2. And Newcastle have scored two goals in injury time. And the whistle blows. And Ancelotti can hardly believe it. Carlo Ancelotti distraught. The Everton fans distraught. Steve Bruce will be going with his hood up down the tunnel, I think, because that has been daylight robbery with a capital D and Newcastle walk away with a point. Everton 2, Newcastle 2. Uh, I said to my players, sometimes can happen. Not frequently because it's unusual to concede two goals in the last two minutes when the performance was really at the top, in my opinion. And I'm really pleased about the performance. And for this reason, I am disappointed, but uh, I look forward for the next game because uh, if we are able to, to, to play like this, I think that. Most of the game we can win. I have to say we looked second best. We looked tired and jaded, which is understandable, because um, as I said, you know, that's the fourth game I think in nine days, and and without the, you know, the advantage of rotating the four or five, and we've never been able to do with the problems we've had. So, all in all, with the problems we've got and people playing out of position, it just shows you with a bit of graft and a bit of hard work and a bit of honesty in the group. They're, they're, a, they're a delight. I mean, they've done it so many times this year now. There's a great spirit running through them, which you can't fault. We, we lack certain qualities in certain times, but you can't fault their effort and their endeavour. And they didn't give up, which, is, which was good to see. Aston Villa 2, Watford 1. Drama personified in the last second. It was even Stephen, but Villa broke. In the box was Mings, he went down, people were shouting for a penalty, but there was Konza to smash the ball into the net. Tyro Mings went down, they were thought it was a penalty for Konza. Top right and top pins, and what a big goal that is for Aston Villa. Aston Villa 2, Watford 1. This massive, massive win for Villa today. You know, I was emotional at Wembley and they've just made me cry again, but first half was a bit shady, second half, amazing. Was it just because you played a little bit further up the pitch? Or was it because Watford are very physical? Did they sort of uh, impose themselves on you in the first half? Yeah, they, they did. That. At the first half, they were, they were amazing. They were all over us. They could have scored three, four, five. But second half, their time wasting. They deserve it. Pepe Reina, amazing. I wish he would like, sign for us, but obviously he's only on loan mm. from AC Milan. But marvellous Macamba, amazing. Grealish, where's Southgate? Was he there tonight? So with Pepe Reina, obviously we know that Tom Heaton's a, a top goalkeeper, but does Pepe Reina just give you that bit of more sort of assurance and a little bit sort of more calmness? Yeah, he does because he gives like he's got experience and like he shouts at the team like I'm I sit in the north stand, so you could see him giving the instructions to Mings. You know, he's been the vocal person tonight. Mings, he weren't that vocal, but. Pepe Reina, he's been the vocalist man 
on that pitch tonight. And there you go, a reminder that me and Jason Cundy, it was Perry last night, but Jason Cundy will be back alongside me. His massive head will be crammed somehow into the studio. We actually have to grease the side of the doors, not to get his ego in. That has to come in through the window, but he's got such a massive noggin, or nuggin. What would it be? Nuggin on both. It's so big, it needs two descriptive terms, a noggin and a nuggin to get his massive head in. Anyway, Jay and I are back tonight from 10pm. Now, on to drive time. With the ginger fella with the loud shirts and Darren Bent, the wonderful Darren Bent was alongside him. And Darren Bent was alluding to the fact that it could be the end of the road, the end of the road for old Danny Rolls at Spurs after he bust up with Jose Mourinho. That's weird, isn't it? Jose Mourinho not getting on with one of his players. You know what? I always wondered if these two had butt heads when he first got the job because Rosie's quite a fiery character. We know Mourinho as well, he doesn't mix his words. And I know Rosie has been out with injuries. You look at his record, I think he's only featured in one of the last four or five and he's, he's had injury problems. But I do wonder if Mourinho is trying to bed in Sesson Young at left-back. Obviously, he's already got Tanganga, who's performing really well at right-back. But I think he likes Sesson Young. He's just found that, is he better at left-wing-back or left-back? So I do wonder. And obviously, if he's not played there. He's played for Tong in there. So mm, I'm not quite sure that it's just about injuries. I think maybe Mourinho might not fancy him. So there you go, that was Darren Bent's view. But what was Jose thinking? Hmm, I want... We don't have to wonder, this is what he's thinking. My relationship with my players is good and I left to play with my... left to work with my with my group. Between me and Danny, no. I don't know what you mean by tension in the air. I don't have any problem with him. And staying on the topics of uh, bust-ups is Alan Brazil. With his story of a big old bust up, probably went into his pub, his landlord was there, and he was like, Morning, man! What's going on with all these? I don't know what I'm doing, George. He's not George, he's the Alan Brazil, he's Scottish, I can't do Scottish. It'll have to be it'll have to be Geordie for this one. What's going on with all me beers, man? No, it's awful. Uh, here's Alan Brazil telling the story about a bust up between the wonderful goalkeeper Gary Bailey and Gordon McQueen, the big old centre half. What's going on there, man? Man United uh, Man against United. Forest, we were winning easy and we ended up drawing 3-3, I think it was. I might even got beat 3-2, it was something like that. And um, all kicked off. Oh, uh, kicked Was it um, the goalkeeper, wasn't it? Yeah, who was, was a game as they come, Gary Bailey, honestly. Gary Bailey, yeah. But he, he, what happened was, tell us about the first goal. Because they got back in it, we let them back in it, and Gary mentioned this and that. But what about the second goal? And, da, 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 and, and now tell us about the third ball. A third goal, excuse me. And Gary was about part explaining... And Ron said, big Ron it was, he said, so why didn't you come? And before he could answer, there's a Scottish voice said, because he's an effing coward, right? Yeah. And with that, whoosh, Bailey's launched himself. <laughs> and the boys have dived in. Mm. There's big Gordon, right? And this was half-time? Oh, uh, no, end of the oh, game. Oh, the end of the game. And Gordon flew across the dressing room floor, and we... We, we we dived in and poor old Gary who, who's going for it right he's got and because it, pe- more people caught him than they caught Gordon he was sort of his head dipped a bit Woof. yeah oh right foot volley oh, right in the side of the jaw oh. oh it was a belter it was a belter <laughs> but he come back for more and God's trying to hit him with it so and, so oh. what, what would happen after <laughs> after that happened now what how would training be how would the coach own be and, and uh, you know, well, you just w- have to keep an eye on them because it could kick off again. Yeah, yeah. Did they shake hands in the end? Or uh, I wouldn't say shake hands, but you just move on. You don't move you? on. You, you move know. on. Crikey! Now, of course, Liverpool remain unbeaten in the Premier League at the moment. Come on, the Wolves, as they close in on a first ever Premier League title, <laughs> first one ever. Would you believe it? Now, on the Sports Breakfast Show yesterday morning, 
Alan Brazil asked the Arsenal Invincible Ray Parler this question. And he got the question from my show the night before. I'm not too sure if anyone's actually credited my show with that question, but we did it first and Steve Nichol came on and uh, Jason called him an idiot. Anyway, in case you didn't already know that and we got no credit whatsoever, here's Ray Parler answering the question, which was, would you swap your unbeaten record for a Champions League medal? Or, in Alan's words, why I would you swap it for a Champions League medal, man? Ray, you were part of the famous Invincible yeah. Arsenal team, but would you have swapped that record for a Champions League medal? Uh, yes, all day long. Trophies, you don't get a trophy coming unbeaten. I think Arsene Wenger did get a trophy because it was the first time being done in Premier League. But uh, I'd rather have a Champions League medal because uh, you know that that would always be there. I'm sure every Liverpool fan wants to be in that final again in mm-hmm. the Champions League and, and would su- sacrifice not going unbeaten. Hello, Simon Jordan here. You're listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Back now to Alan Brazil, and this is him on Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Morning, man! I, look, I've said before, and I listen to Ollie, and I like him. I yeah, do, really yeah. do. But I just, I've, I've got a feeling that, that United need a bigger name. I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't want to dismiss him because no. he clearly loves the club and the fans love him. They want mm. him to do well. I think Pochettino's yeah, always going to be in the background. I think, I think a big mm. name around the corner is is going to happen. Stay with Ollie Gunner. Uh, Solskjaer responded to Gary Neville's criticism of Ed Woodward's poor recruitment over the last few seasons. We've lost to Liverpool, a team that you all say are fantastic. And we've been in the game until the last kick of the ball. And for me, that strides forward. Of course, we're disappointed losing the game. We're, we don't want to uh, be behind them uh, in the league. But... There were signs there that we are on the right track, definitely. 
And for me now is not the time to uh, start talking about uh, the recruitment. For, for me now, I think we're looking towards the next game against Burnley. Yet yeah, we're always looking to improve the squad. We're looking to improve the club. Uh, but for my mind, uh, now is not the time, Gary, to, uh, to, to start that discussion. We can hear now from Katie Price's ex-husband, Simon Jordan, on Pep's comments about scrapping the League Cup. Well, I agree, actually. I mean, well, you don't need this competition load of rubbish. No one watches it anyway. Scrap the League Cup is what I say. Huh? What? League Cup next week on TalkSport. Is it? Love the League Cup. I think it's one of the best. Better than the FA Cup, in my opinion. Ah, we've got that as well. I just love cups. Absolutely love a cup. It stinks because at the heart of a lot of challenges going on at this moment in time, we're seeing financial fair play, and we'll talk about it perhaps later on in the show. The Football League needs the Football League Cup. It needs it because revenues need to be generated outside of the Premier League. The only game in town isn't the Premier League. This is this is wrong. It's wrong that these clubs are allowed to talk down cup competitions because he knew what was involved when he came to manage a club in England. He's at the very top of the privileged pile when he can buy players left, right and centre. This is the Premier League. This stinks about the Premier League. It really does. It's wrong. The traditions of this game, we're talking about traditions at the heart of our game. We're complaining about stadiums being moved and people losing their values because they're moving to different stadiums. And you get somebody coming over here making a fortune out of our best club or one of the best clubs in this country talking about taking cup tournaments out, but they'll play in the World Club Championships. Mm -hmm. They'll play in the Champions League and they'll bring about the, 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 the ruination of English football by the de facto gateway into European Super Leagues. It stinks. It's yeah. wrong. It's how, would really you, wrong. how would you describe his take on this then? Is it... Is it cynical about the league cup? Is I, it? I, I think it's. I think it's cynical. I think it's wrong. I think it's self-motivated. It's self-interest. It's all about the Premier League. It's not all about the Premier League. I. I'm the greatest. Per- I'm a capitalist at heart. I believe in meritocracy. But the only reason we have a Premier League is because of the strength of the football in this country. Because of the pyramid, and you're killing it. The Premier League are killing it. And to have the arrogance. This is not about FA Cup replays. You're spot on about that. And people turn around and say, if there wasn't an FA Cup replay, Rashford wouldn't have done a second fracture of his back. He would have done. He'd have done it on Sunday against mm-hmm. Liverpool because that's what happens when you have stress fractures it causes a weakness elsewhere but by the same token taking you out of a competition that you're undermining the fabric of what everyone else needs in this country it isn't just about 20 clubs it isn't it's about the whole fabric the the reasons why financial fair play is biting so deep where's it biting there's no coincidence it's biting in the league nearest to the premier league four clubs birmingham um derby Sheffield yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Of all, and there's one other I can't escaping my mind at the moment. Time Queens Park Rangers have all been under the, and it's because of bad management, but it's also because it's impossible to run a bloody football club in this country outside of the Premier League because of the Premier League. And here comes Pep Guardiola with his latest little epiphany about how, and I would have thought he'd have been happy with the League Cup because it's probably the only thing they're going to win this season. Mm. But also, well, well it wasn't slow to run on the pitch when they beat Arsenal in the final. It wasn't slow to run on the pitch when they beat Chelsea. And let's not forget that I mean, we know that a lot of Premier League sides don't take the League Cup seriously. They use it as a chance to blood their youngsters. In that sense, it's a no, it's a no-brainer for them because they're giving experience to their younger players. Yeah. So, yeah. to just to, to just say we don't need a cup competition, a la the League Cup. Well, it is just about elitism at the end of the day, and not thinking they're of the all bigger like picture. Jack. They are all like Jack. Yeah. Do you yeah. have a problem with uh, Guardiola's demeanour? No. When he speaks to the media? No, I and don't. The way, and the way, the way he, well, he, he shoots from the hip with stuff like that? No, no, I don't, because that's authenticity. It's his view. I don't agree with it, but he's entitled to this view. I didn't agree that the media put him on a spot about financial fair play with Man City. That was an unfortunate situation that he couldn't answer. But I, I, his demeanour at this moment in time is he's a perennial winner that's not winning. So his demeanour isn't 
absolutely as you'd want it to be. But I don't agree with his perspective. I didn't agree with it when he came over three years ago with certain outlooks and attitudes. I agree with his football philosophies because he's a brilliant coach. I don't believe, I agree, or I know I don't agree, with his principles about what's right for Man City. Fantastic, that's right for Man City, but it isn't all about Man City or isn't all about Liverpool or Arsenal or Spurs or Manchester United. There is a whole group of clubs that actually, with a fan base that exceeds the fan base in the Premier League on a Saturday afternoon, that have just as much importance in this country as the Man United's and Man City's of the world. Time to head back now for the second time. The second time the podcast. Blimey, we must be doing things right. And you can do things right as well. If you've got a Rage Yard diary, just make sure you always tick my name in it. Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Don't really know how it works. I've never seen one. Uh, but if you've got one, just make sure it always says my name Monday to Thursday. Probably put Friday in actually. Although Adam Catchell does that with the uh, very clever title, Northern Quarter sports bar which doesn't mean anything does it but anyway uh, if you could put that in Monday to Friday from 10 I'd very much appreciate it anyway here are the best bits of my show I was with Jerry Groves last night 10 to 1 and this is you lot talking in it and on it well let's speak to Jackie we love Jackie she's a Manchester City fan her team won 1-0 away thanks to a phenomenal ball from Kevin De Bruyne to find Aguero in the box 1-0 away at Sheffield United hello Jackie oh Andy honest to God I've had an absolute nightmare listening to what happened to me right, I got stuck in the toilet at Bramall Lane and it took three stewards to get me out how did you get stuck in there Jack? Well, I don't know. I went to the, obviously. I went in, I locked the door, and the door wouldn't open, and I was screaming and shouting to my friend, Simon, help, right? Anyway, uh, he got the stewards, and they had, to, they, they had to unlock the door. I don't know how they got me out. Oh, I was scared to death. I thought I'd be still there on Saturday. Why, why was Simon in the ladies with you, Jackie? No, Simon. No, he wasn't. Simon. This should have been for the midnight train, this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> How long were you stuck in there for, Jackie? About five minutes, and I was screaming out, help, and nobody could hear me. I was like, oh, my God. I bet I was still in there on Saturday. <laughs> so was it after the game, before the game, or half-time? After the game, Perry, when we was, like, when we was coming out. Oh, that's all right. Anyway, right. can we get... Yeah, go can we please get on to the performance? I thought, I thought you were going to link City's performance to toilet. I thought that's what you were going up to do. <laughs> 026, who's 026? Might be me, don't know my number. Yeah, that's you. Do you know your name? <laughs> yeah, my name's Slobodan. Hello, Slobodan. Hello, hello, hello. You all right? Do you know where yeah, you yeah, live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know your house um, number? <laughs> didn't get that. Um, I've been wanting to call for ages, but my other phone don't get through for some reason. It's just okay. dodgy, dodgy contract. Anyway, uh, I just wondered if either you lot or any of the listeners had ever tried... You know when you're going to, like, the toilet? Yeah. I yeah. mean, so far, I know exactly what Get you're talking about. Get ready to dump roof. You've all been to the toilet, right? Yeah, well, yeah we, I can... Go, but hold on, let me just check. Has everyone here at one time in their life been to the toilet? Yep, 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 we have. Sure. So, when when you're going for a number two, have have you ever tried doing it the other way, facing just facing the other way? <laughs> what, like climbing on as if it's a saddle? Yeah, just, yeah, just sitting on it. Putting your what and cuddling the system. <laughs> yeah, putting you, you put your crossed arms on to the top of the system. Oh, it works great if you. It's a game changer. It's a game it changer. Is it if really? You've got a little window, like yeah, at the back. Your little view. Trust me, try it. It's great. You have to take you have to take your trousers and pants off though. Yeah, obviously. Okay. The <laughs> thing is, it could be quite dangerous if you had a few sherbets, couldn't you? And you thought I'll just have a little snooze if you like, lean forward it's on the not system. Not a bad thing. Exactly, yeah. Is that where, is that how you go now all the time? 
Well, yeah, yeah, every time since I, since I tried it the first, it's a full on game change. I try it, but you've never you've never done it. You know? So you could do. Can I can I just point out something? You know, you know, it's not good for you to spend more time on the toilet than you need to. You know, it's not good for you. Yeah, yeah, it's a quick in and out. But okay. I don't use... do it every time, but you know. You could use it as a reverse B day as well, couldn't you? I suppose, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, if I, if I've got no kegs on. Yeah. I, I always go and you. You don't have to. You don't waste any time turning around. But you just go straight on. Yeah, but you got to take your cross your arms, your strides, and your trousers off, and, yeah. and then put them back on again. That's a lot of time wasting. No, but you know, if you, if you get up in the morning, you've got no kegs on. Oh, you just right. Straight in, you. sit uh-huh. down, cross you mean your arms. Your first ablution you're talking about. The first ablution of the day. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or the last. Whenever, or, or any the last time one. of the day, you've got no any trousers time. on. Okay. I can't. Right. Um, thanks for that, Perry. Are you going to give it that go? No, I think my. Um, my derriere is probably a little bit too big to get on and do it reverse way. That's it for another podcast. I think good work, everyone. Good work. Another TalkSport Daily podcast done and dusted. Uh, a reminder, of course, if you've not done so already, make sure you subscribe via Acast, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I know you know. I'm just telling you. I've got to read out stuff that's on a bit of paper in front of me. So I know you know, just in case you're listening for the first time and you're thinking, I love this stuff. I love it. Where can I get more? Well, there you go. I've just told you. You'd be stupid now if you didn't get it. A reminder that tonight, that's Wednesday from 7pm, we have Around the Grounds. Called that because we go around the grounds with Hugh Wisencroft. He presents from the new White Hart Lane, or White Hart Lane, just call it White Hart Lane, it's in the same place, White Hart Lane, all right? Spurs against Norwich. Uh, David Connolly is at Leicester against West Ham. And the wonderful Mickey Michael Gray, of course, who missed that penalty to stop his team going into the Premier League. Michael Gray, born in Sunderland. Elliot has saved it! And Charlton are promoted! <laughs> yeah, that's the one, yeah. He's at Manchester United, going United against Burnley and then obviously we take calls me and Cundy from 10pm tonight on the Sports Bar that's it thanks for listening have a great day be safe everyone be safe that was a podcast from Talk Sport hey it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade.